Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to The Parenthood. Today we're focusing on mothers and the importance of their lives and ambitions beyond being a parent. Having spent the last six years teaching antenatal classes to a group who are often passionate about their work, truly committed to their jobs and have no intention of any of this changing once they have a baby. On the bump class, we try and encourage them to have an open mind about what lies ahead because from experience, I can tell you that it all changes when you're a mother. The problem is, is that it doesn't change forever and many women find themselves with no job once their children have moved on, desperately wanting the stimulation and challenges that a working life brings you. They often end up losing confidence and self-belief. They become bored and frustrated and this unhappiness is often picked up on by their children. Having sacrificed it all to be a parent has turned out to be the one thing that is preventing them from parenting well. So what to do? Today I have Louise Webster with me. She's the founder of Beyond the School Run, which is a website that supports women who are keen to explore a return to the workplace. Louise has also written a book, A New Way for Mothers, which explores the ideas and practicalities involved with going back to work. Louise, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Marina, for having me. It's great to be talking to you. Um, Louise, I love uh, love your website. I loved reading your book too. Tell me a bit about yourself. What inspired you to start uh, Beyond the School Run and and what were the issues you were hoping to tackle? Yeah, well, um, thank you for that with the website and the book. Um, So I, I previously, before I had children, ran a PR agency and always loved work so never really questioned um not working because I was always very passionate about it but what I was very conscious of was flexible working so when I set up the agency I was very mindful of that I was going to have children and that it would create a flexible working environment um it turned out it wasn't flexible at all and I'd created a very old business model um and I remember thinking after I'd had my son he was about a year and a half thinking I just I'd kind of it wasn't quite right. The story wasn't quite right. Um, In fact, I think I'd felt that I'd maybe created a story. It didn't feel as authentic as I felt now becoming a parent. I really felt it needed to be. So um, I um, sold the agency, moved on from the agency and took a little bit of a period of time in between having children. And during that time, I was very kind of aware of everything that was going on around me and um, became very, very conscious. My son studied at school of the aware of the talent at the school gates and what was kind of happening socially and it was actually also at the time where there was a lot of discussion about the empowerment of women and um and then I started to look to return flex because I knew that with my mind and everything I needed to do some work but I also knew that I was 
needed to be there for the children. So both personally and on a much bigger scale, and also because my second child was a girl, I started to sort of dream up this idea because I really wanted to see some change. And I was really passionate that the old way wasn't working. It wasn't working for me. It was all or nothing. And it wasn't what I was looking for. And I couldn't see any role models either. So I was sort of like, I need to be here for my children. I see it as a journey. I know the windows of time will open up. But in the meantime, I need to be able to engage my brain. I need to stay connected with the wider world. Um, and I need to have a journey, a career journey. And there must be be something out there and I kept saying telling myself there must be something and that's when the information started to come to me and it was really interesting so I started reading Ken Robinson's book The Element Finding Your Element and um, various other books Eckhart Tolle's The Power of Now um, and in that period and it was very much when my daughter was very little so there was a lot of kind of stillness around me and it was a really good time to engage with this information those particular books were a massive turning point I think for me in my life and this idea started to come up and I've often had business ideas but I remember very clearly this one was on a day where I was having a really bad day and everything. I'd gone to the Royal Dar Museum and I'd buggy had broken. No one was helping. It was raining and there was loads of... And I literally came back with the children. I remember I applied for a flexible job and I didn't get it. And I was over, overqualified for it. And I just walked out and I went outside with the buggy and started walking. And I just went... And this idea just started to come to me. And I scribbled it down. I showed my husband, who normally is like, not another idea. And he just went, yeah, I think this is something. Uh, or this is something that's important. And it's important to you. And it started to unravel from there. And I've really been doing it exactly what I talk about with Beyond the School Run in the hours available to me, whilst the children being grey. Mm, being, a, being a role model. The role well, model I, you were searching well, for. Well, certainly for myself and my daughter, hopefully. And um, it's taken time because you actually have to unprogram a lot of programming. And that's mm. been part of the process, I think, for me, is unprogramming that pattern. Certainly the early days was sort of unprogramming that real need to be working in this kind of nine to six structure, working in London in an office. I had to reprogram all of that and actually just start to really connect with what are the real things that light me up? What are the real things that I believe I can bring in the hours that are available to me and what is it at the end of each day when I've utilized those hours and then I'm focused on the kind of the day-to-day -day with the children that really make me feel like I've had a fulfilled day and feel like I'm moving forward yeah um so yes well because so I think what what certainly has struck me since having children myself is that you you are really resourceful when you become a mother. You are so, you know, dealing, negotiating with a two-year-old, negotiating to put shoes on is probably one of the hardest things I've ever done. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you, you emerge from that sort of bubble of new parenthood so skillful yeah you know you you realize that you can get things done in a very short amount of time yeah. if you really need to get them done you can operate on far less sleep than you imagined and you are also your creativity I think is unlocked and I think this was one of the big things for me in setting up being on screen I felt that this point in our evolution as human beings wasn't being supported and that at this point in which you've given birth and you've come through that stage of that early years I've really felt that with the right wisdom, the right connections, the right positivity, the right support, we could nurture some amazing talent, but also create really positive world change. Because what happens, we, as I experienced, once you've had children, you start to become much bigger, to much more empathetic to the wider world. So this was a real issue for me, was I was kept thinking about the fact that all this wisdom and and empathy mm. collectively could not only change our individual lives in the hours available so this is about not uh, in the hours available, but also on a much bigger worldwide scale we could support each other and create really positive change so the actual I original idea was an exchange skill amongst 
um, parents in other countries and we could sort of, but I really knew that I needed to focus on the exist, the talent, a kind of pool of talent initially and then broaden it from there. Yeah. But yes, I think we evolve into this amazing place when once this is nurtured, I think we'll see amazing things happen. Yeah. Um, I think what's tough is that you have a baby and you 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 do emerge into this bubble where suddenly you can hardly put one step in front of the other. You know, those mm. early days when you're feeding every one, two, three hours, you're hardly having any sleep. You're totally overwhelmed by the magnitude of the job that is just, you know, in whose lives you've just stepped. And, yeah. and, and the understanding that this isn't going to be a week or two weeks or even a month or two. This is kind of the rest of your life, um, which which obviously isn't the case because it does become a lot easier and your children sort of start sleeping a bit better and they start being a bit more sociable. Mm. But I think very often parents struggle then to... I think you've talked about finding your flow. They've sort yeah. of lost their mojo. Yeah. They've lost their passion. They've lost the language that they used to use. Yeah. And they've lost their confidence. Yeah. And I think a, a lot of that is 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 trying to get that back. How yeah. Do you have any tips yeah. on how you refine that? Yeah, so my book actually, A New Way from Others, really focuses on that. And I think a lot of it for me is actually in this time of becoming a parent is actually a window to really discover lots of elements of who you authentically are so in this point in which you feel like you're losing parts of yourself you can actually take this time to rediscover really parts that maybe you never even knew or you'd forgotten and those steps are I think very much available to you on this journey I talk a lot about the children children are your greatest teachers and there's I read quite a few books on this and it's so interesting because you can actually learn a lot through those kind of experiences but I know exactly that feeling and I think that lack of connection so there's definitely ways in which you can really work on that keeping yourself connected but connecting with yourself first Mm -hmm. every day and that again exploring what are those things that help you connect help you feel empowered help you feel lit up and that might be exercise or mindfulness Um, but certainly keeping a a combination of focusing on your well-being collect consciously throughout your day you can reshape I think how we can all work in the future just generally in those early years by really re-looking at how how you do all of it it's kind of like a reshaping I think of everything and shedding yourself of all those patterns and habits that maybe you no longer needed Mm. so it can be so I think so hard in in the early years at the same time, I think there's ways in which we can come through it um, more whole, mm. more authentic. And and as I say, that most of my book is kind of focused on that, is actually I think it's a very clever process in showing us up these things. And, and I'm not saying those early years are easy in terms of lack of sleep, but I think also bringing in that village, I think all of the learnings, and I think that's what's great now about social media and a lot of people sharing each generation showing what we're experiencing through parenting because it's definitely the hardest job we ever do is if we're all authentic in showing how it feels because I remember when I set up Beyond the School Run and started talking about this concern no one was really talking about it and I was thinking why is no one talking about this you know I'm I'm not is this just me and then it started to open up so the more people share really what they're feeling and experiencing and not just the perfection and not just the perfection we start to then reshape what needs to happen and then people step into the potentially the jobs they're meant to do so I'm speaking to a lot of people who are coaching other people so I'm sort of seeing this really interesting stage where people are kind of moving into the things that maybe they were really always destined to do um and that is fulfilling them but I think if you try and hold on to the old way that will then start to be a struggle because then everything does feel a bit hard but if you almost let it kind of 
show you the way. I know it's easier said than done sometimes, but um, as I say, there's lots of tips in my book. It can really open up this whole new path. What helped for me personally was um, surrounding myself with intellectually stimulating and interesting things whether that was listening to them or watching them I think a real sort of tipping point for me was making the decision to switch off daytime tv which somehow started with kind of breakfast news and then ended up with I mean I can't even remember Holmes Under the Hammer and I just thought when I've been watching the 56th episode of Holmes Under the Hammer it's not surprising I was feeling a bit low and I remember thinking right I'm switching off and I'm gonna listen to Radio 4 and now actually with the advent of podcasts being able to curate what I'm listening to so that yes some of it is light-hearted and entertaining and some of it is really thought-provoking and you know generates ideas that then give me interesting conversation things to write about new ideas for businesses and I think that's really important because so much of being a new parent involves sitting around and feeding your baby or you know washing up or tidying up or sorting out the house which is a huge step when you've come from a sort of full-time stimulating job to go then to basically menial sort of household tasks is difficult but if you can stimulate yourself um, intellectually through what you're listening to be it science or tech or fashion or music then it makes that whole thing much more enjoyable and you're not also totally engaging with a tv program you're still being able to engage with your child and smile and talk to them but at the same time you're stimulating yourself and 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 giving your brain a chance yeah. to work. I think it's so important. And this, again, I've got a chat, uh, there's a chapter in my book at the, in the start of it about engaging your brain. This is something exactly that I found. Also, I found that I think bec- with this small amounts of windows of time that you have to engage with the content you want to engage with, it's so important to make sure it's really pure and really engages with you. And I remember just thinking this again in the early years is if I'm going to engage with content, it needs to be really... It needs to really connect with me and be honest with yourself. So it may be the case that someone does listen to something else and it works for them, but it may be the case it doesn't work for you. So you don't feel, so I just switch things off if I'm not getting, and it's like a little, it's like a little light. Mm. It lights you up and you hear something. So I used to listen to Marie Folio and various people from the US who were talking a lot about growing businesses. Um, and I just would listen to her vlog. It felt like I was retraining myself. And it wasn't that I needed to go to school or anything. It just meant that I was in that maybe 10 minutes I had. I felt like something had lit up. And that was enough for me to fill in that window of time. And I still maintain that now. So as soon as I've dropped the children off, I won't engage with it. I won't read the newspaper because that just doesn't feel right for me. I'll just only engage with the content I know that's, that really helps me focus on my work. And I think the part of that is, again, is identifying what works for you. So I think, as I was mentioning earlier, I'm seeing some amazing um, mothers who are going on and, and doing some great things on Instagram around fashion. And that was maybe never their background. But in the windows of time they've had, they've started to explore what they probably were always deeply passionate about, but maybe never pursued it. And then you start just to see some really great things happening. So, And I think the other thing is, and I often talk about this, it's very step-by-step. Step. So um, giving yourself the space to recognize the fact you're working so hard as a parent that there is no rush. And on this journey that I explore, with it being a new way, is this is a long-term journey and exploring what our natural talents are. And by doing that, we'll hopefully recreate a new way of working for our future generations because we don't really know what our jobs are going to evolve into. When I started being on the school, I had no idea. I was like, 
really what's this going to turn into? I don't know. So we can't really often define what our job roles are, although I think as human beings we seem to like to do that. And by doing that, we can open this up for our children because we don't know what their jobs are going to be or how the world is going to be for them. Equally, we were showing the same level of exploration as parents going, what I am doing is I'm working hard, I'm following my passions, I'm being curious, and I'm being authentic. And all those things lead you down a really interesting path and I think also with all that like you say all the other sort of day-to-day things like the washing and cleaning is when you do the one thing or the few things in your day that really light you up somehow the rest of the stuff feels a little bit easier I'm not saying all the time but sometimes so if I've done something and say I've written an article and it's really flowed and I'm like that was what I was trying to say and mm-hmm. I wrote it I'm like okay the rest of the stuff feels better but creating your right a right routine is really key as well so to do that early on in the day in a way we always need to think of you know that that sort of break we have when we have children as a kind of job detox yes an opportunity because actually i remember so well being presented with the you know what are you going to do when i was 18 what what is your job going to be i had no idea and quite frankly podcast didn't even exist then most of my friends their jobs that they do now didn't exist so to sort of put that pressure on an 18 year old and say well you need to choose is, is ridiculous we're far too immature to make that decision no yeah and i think by us taking this new this new way will actually hopefully stop that and that will actually reshape and create a much more holistic approach for them i absolutely agree yeah anymore yeah um i've got to say that um when uh when when ludo was born i had this sort of detox moment you know i uh, I was I, I was running an events company and it was a job that I was very passionate about. It was my baby before I had a real baby. And I said, you know, to, to my team, I'm taking six weeks off, but then I'll be back full time. And yeah. I then very quickly realized that that was totally impractical and incompatible with my life as, as a mother with, with a husband who's away a lot. And I then had to totally rethink my career. I ended up taking a little bit of time off, but yeah. actually quite quickly thinking, I need something else in my life. It's not for everyone, but for me, I feel that I'm bored. I feel that I just need some extra challenge. And that's how the bump class was born. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
you talk, I mean, we touched on this briefly, but this idea of sort of finding your flow, finding your passion, this revisiting yeah. of what really makes you happy. How, how practically do you go about it? How, what, what, what tips would you give someone who sort of feels that they're in that void right now yeah. um, to sort of baby steps starting to sort of understand a little bit more what might be really rewarding for them? Yeah, I'd, I would say firstly is take the first step and open your mind to it. Mm. So the moment I open my mind to doing something differently like you sort of spoke about I run, worked in PR it was completely different at the moment you sort of say I think there's something else things you're already taking step one secondly I really think there's some amazing coaches out there now and I share lots of them and want to share more as a Beyond the School Run platform grows. And for those people listening, like, I had no idea. What is a life coach? Yeah, what do so they do? I didn't, but I think, again, this has been evolving. So in this process of the last 10, year, 10 years or sort of once since I've been a parent, this is sort of, women have been, and men have been evolving into these roles who maybe have been in different roles. They, they come and help you, they create the space for you to work this out. So I didn't necessarily specifically have um, coaches, but I did have various people that enabled me to, who would, who enabled me to work out what I had in my head and and gave me the confidence even one conversation one meeting would make me go okay I need to take that next step I'm not going to go back to the old way but I feel this is for every reason this is the right step to take so um I would say though and then start reading and start exploring your talents because really there's a great time in those windows where you are looking after the children I know it feels very full-time but you can also go and have a meeting with someone with a baby or you can go and volunteer whatever it is explore those talents so I remember doing some um I would never have thought in the old days I would set up a website but as I started creating content I remember thinking I, I love doing this I would never have thought if someone had said are you going to do that I wouldn't have thought I would do that so start exploring and if it creates this little light that gives you this then you'll know you're on the right you keep following those um and and also cut out all the rest of the stuff that doesn't. So if you are finding you're engaging, you know, maybe, for example, you're finding it sort of a little bit, the conversation maybe just when you're out and about, not so inspiring, just only really try and connect or only connect with the engaging content as much as you can or find con things that engage and inspire you. Mm. So... Um, keep yes keep taking those steps everything and it's amazing those steps that take up because some days you think what have I have I done but actually that one email to someone moving in that direction reading some TED talk listening to TED talks I listened to so many TED talks in the early days Ken Robinson was probably the one that I listened to the most time and it kind of often they'd bring me to tears so then I knew what's this then that it's making me so emotionally charged that there's something about my purpose that's beyond and so Oh, and there's great platforms now. There's great podcasts like yours and others that are stimulating. And whether it, also it may be the case that you need to be there's an area of your well-being you want to focus on, and that's certainly something I looked at the early days as well. Was not looking at this sort of just it's just work. It's about us as a whole because when we look at us as a whole, if we have our energy sustained throughout the whole day, then we can achieve so much more. Whereas if our energy is dipping halfway through the day, then the likelihood of us achieving what we really makes us feel really fulfilled is not gonna happen. So really to look at us as a whole and is, yeah, I think is really important. I think for me, what really helped was sort of getting fit again. And not yes. only did those endorphins, I think really help. And physically, I think as a mother, you do need to be quite strong and fit. Yeah. But I, I, 
I go running twice a week and I have nothing on my run. I'm alone. I have no music. And it gives me an hour to sort of think. And yeah. very often I have the best ideas. Yeah. And, and the, I will finish that run, not only having kind of exhorted myself physically or strengthened myself physically, but also with, you know, the, the, the line of argument for my next article yeah. or the idea for my next podcast. Yeah. And that for me is like a sort of little creative hub. But the key ah. is not to have any other stimuli. Yeah. Um, so literally just have that no music yeah. on your own in nature and those two hours of my week are some of my most productive uh, hours I almost feel like the park is my office or my yeah. my room of creativity yeah or my creative space um, and it's available to everyone which is just so amazing isn't it and I often say as well because I didn't know this before children is that actually that half an hour or hour that you go and exercise is probably it, it gives you so much more back so if you don't I think your energy is low it just is I was I was remembering actually um uh, I was trying to write an article the other day and I was thinking, I mean, it wasn't flowing. I sent it to my husband to look at and he was like, oh, I'm not sure. And, and I just knew it wasn't flowing. And um, I, it was one weekend I then had been to the gym, came back, literally sat down and just wrote it. Didn't feel like I needed to send it to anyone because I just knew it was exactly what I wanted to say. But if it hadn't been for that sort of moment of running around or... So I think it's so important for us and be so important for our children to see this is a key part of us as human beings that actually movement and clearing your head. I think it's this kind of process of it kind of clears your head is so and with our phones you know the fact that we walk around with supercomputers in our pockets mean that if we have a couple of moments where you're waiting for a bus or sitting on the tube your your default is to bring out your phone and start stimulating yourself and actually those moments of boredom are really important for our brains and yet we don't have that many so you always need to be quite careful about creating time I think you have to be very structured with your routine I'm very clear about my routine now and what works for me and I think you have to you have to be very honest with yourself what is and then stick to it so and I, I write about digital detox in my book as well actually because I really identified with that as really important in not um in maintaining both your flow but also your energy levels mm. because if you're sort of overloading that's just not going to work so again maintaining I often just phone, switch my phone off at certain times throughout the day once I pick the children you know certain things and again it's personal as to when you do but again I think it's just something and it'll be patterns that habits that will be really beneficial for the kids and we're all different you and know, we're all last different night I put the kids to bed I had 2,000 words to write yeah and an then article. we go online and then that's what that's what I'm it's all depending on who and also it will probably change yeah. so as to where we are at that point mm. so I think it's um it's about just knowing you're getting to know yourself better and obviously kind of having a career again is all very well but you're a mother you already have a full-time job who's going to pick up the pieces uh, one thing I really liked in your book was was the idea of of creating the village to raise the child and you know in this in this world where women are taught to be uh, you know um, brave and powerful and resilient and and independent that it's okay to ask for help oh, yeah. it's okay to ask someone a favor I, I'm really flattered when people ask me favours or I their opinions. Yeah. I kind of wish we could do it more, but yeah. there's almost like we've been conditioned to be quite steely yeah. and it's not okay to ask for help. And yet that's something that we need to teach our children that is, yeah. it is okay to ask for help. And everyone, you know, it is impossible to exist totally independently on your own. And actually sometimes it can nurture the most wonderful friendships if you yeah. do open up to your friends and ask for help, whether it's, can you look after my child on a Tuesday afternoon for yeah. the next five weeks? You know, people can always say no, yeah. 
But actually, very often it, it's a joy to be asked. Yeah, I actually think that was probably one of the greatest lessons of parenting that I had was at just opening yourself up to that. And, and you're almost kind of forced to as a parent, aren't you? But I think um, there's a whole, I think this sort of story that we create in our head of we need to do it all. And I remember that point in which I kind of stopped and just went, I need to open myself up to support whatever form it might be. So whether it's helping the house or um, just kind of, friendships or um, looking after the children it's just so important as soon as you do you realize and certainly as women sisterhood is such a big thing and I love it like you just said I love it if someone asks me and even if I can't I still say you know I love the fact you just asked me because I just think we thrive on that as well and we're so much stronger together you know we're not we don't parent in isolation. It doesn't work. You see that when our children go to school. You see that when, you know, you're running back late from somewhere and I just call up someone to say, you can just help me out for five minutes. You know, it really is a, a much broader teamwork. And it's and it's very collaborative, um, very fluid. It's very flexible. You know, the children change. They change classes. They change schools. But in that moment that you're in, I often talk about connections at the school gates. You know, I've had so many, much, so much amazing support with me growing the business through those conversations at the school gates or whether you're at nursery or in playground or whatever as long as you're sort of being open and honest and authentic it's amazing what comes to you um and And being aware that I mean the other day I had a a call from my sister who had a horrible migraine and was catching a flight that morning and she said please could you come over and just get the kids ready for the plane just so that I get an hour to try and get rid of this headache and I remember getting the text thinking oh I've got so much to do but I went over and she really needed me yeah and you know what I left feeling really proud and glad and positive that I'd helped her yeah and I think you often you feel guilty about asking other people favors but you forget how good it feels to be needed to be able to help to really impact someone's day that is kind of one of the most positive things that you can feel as a human so actually it goes both ways so not to feel guilty about asking for help you know you're only going to ask the people you trust and you admire and you respect for help and what does come go out comes back as well so it's such a it's such a and I really remember I remember in the early days talking to this journalist and she said to me and I've written about it in the book she said there's five things to have a fulfilled day and I remember implementing it because I was thinking I'm working from home I need I've got these small windows she said one is exercise one is mindfulness one is giving and this was this kind of thing and I kind of said well often as parents that's what we're doing a lot of the time anyway but that's that sense of you know you're giving and a connection with your community so whenever I'm working from home I make sure that I pop down to the shops in my local area and it really when you I don't and it only needs to be tiny tiny things these five things I've just forgotten the other one now actually but the five things it makes such a difference to your general contentment personally throughout the day. And it's quite extraordinary. Yeah, no, I think and you're right. Even those sort of brief conversations, I one of my favorite parts of the day, actually, I drop off and pick up at school. Yeah. And I've now worked out a way to structure my day so that most of the time I can do that. And yeah. I thought I was the only one that really kind of geekily enjoyed that. But I was talking lovely. to a mother, another, a mother the other day and she said, no, I just love that. I, I love, love seeing it. them so happy when they leave for school and so happy when they come back. And I love those snatch conversations I have with other mothers that are often so interesting and so stimulating yeah. and bring up all sorts of different issues and and resolutions often too um as well as humor and empathy yeah and it's a real sort of highlight i think it's amazing and it's and it soon changes my my son's just leaving junior school and i kind of go i would never change for the world those times i walked held his hand walking into school um but also the other thing i often say is ask each other about you know your jobs and what you do because that's when you sort of get really interesting information as well not just about parenting but you kind of and it's amazing you talk to these people and you're like oh my gosh i didn't know you did that or and didn't you find that you had some help setting up the 
the website. So much parent. support. And there was, in fact, one dad, actually, I remember we were just waiting to pick up, and I hadn't spoken to him that much. And instead of talking about the kids, I generally don't when I'm kind of waiting until we've got the kids, because I think there's much more for us to talk about. And I remember mentioning him to, to him about the website, and he said, well, I do, you know, I specialise in it. And I, could, I was at the early stage, and I couldn't work out how to get it all kind of aligned. He said, oh, come, you know, I'm in between jobs, come and chat with me. And it absolutely was transformative. And it was those moments I kind of go... That makes all the difference. It's all there. And we often think we need to be somewhere else. But actually, it's often there. You know, so on your doorstep. We see each other with like the parent badge on. We don't see as no, see them with the sort of the actual person badge yeah. on. So if we show our person bit and also just realize that, yeah, really, it is often there, I think, on our doorstep. There are obviously kind of pros and cons to bringing up children in the 21st century. You know, the cons is, you know, we just touched upon before that there's often less of a community. It can be a bit more isolating. You're often away from your family. Um, And then you've obviously got the kind of the dangers of social media and screens and all of those things that we deal with. But on the other hand, that technology um, has broadened our perspective it it gives us a broader choice of how we're going to work so that when we do make the decision to go back to work it's not a it's either a full-time job 40 minutes away from home or nothing there is a much greater variety of flexibility and different jobs that can be really rewarding that we now have that our parents generation didn't have they just simply didn't exist and I do think that has made that whole transitioning back to work for our generation quite a lot easier Yeah, I absolutely agree. I think it's the way what's available to us now is absolutely amazing. And I often talk about people engaging with their digital journey. So connecting at any stage. And I know sometimes people feel like they've sort of been out away from it for a while. So how to kind of connect with it. But there are so many opportunities. And when again, used wisely and authentically. So for me, often, say, for example, with my book is about understanding exactly what is right for you so if it's about for example it was for me about setting up a business I remember thinking I really don't want to set up another business but I was like no it's in me I'm gonna have to do it so if you're honest with yourself about what it is you know some people I'm seeing amazing people I think I mentioned earlier set up amazing Instagram accounts inspiring engaging people um, people growing businesses growing platforms like myself online which I would never have dreamt and again I think the point with this is it is available to us right now so to and I think it's very and I often thought in you know, in the early days, this is being created for people like ourselves who don't fit conventionally into the current conventional workplace. This this amazing digital world has been created to empower people to go on and achieve what they need to achieve. And used in the right way, I think that we'll see amazing things happen. So I think it's great. Yeah, I mean, so if we go through the sort of different options, essentially, so um, one of the things that a lot of new mothers do is set up a business. It's obviously what I've done. And on the one hand, it's brilliant because you're your own boss. You can dictate your hours. If you want to take a bit of time off over the summer, that's generally okay because you're not having to justify it to someone else higher than you. It does have its downsides Mm. too, doesn't it? Yes, it does. And I think, again, you know, I often talk about this is, I think female entrepreneurialism is really important. It's really key to nurture. We're at a point where I think nurturing is really important, but also knowing if that's right for you, because it is a long journey. You've got to be really, really, really committed to an understanding. I think it's far longer than you often think. And for some, it might not be. And I speak to so many, and there's so many in the Beyond the Score Run community who are looking for other ways of working. So it can be flexible working, i.e. finding a flexible role. And there's some great recruitment agents out there now there's a lot of companies who are doing returnship programs we have a jobs board on beyond the school run so this is really key and I often say that any woman that's currently for many women that are looking for this new way 
is to those in those organizations are going to create the change that we need to all see so maybe someone speaking up and saying but it doesn't work for me five days a week they will then go and change the direction in that business for future generations of women so it's a turning point for all us women to kind of be clear about what is right for us. So whether it's being an entrepreneur and setting up from the beginning, that may be, may be right for you. But if it's not, there's opportunities to grow businesses as part of other businesses, become freelance. I meet so many who are doing a great job freelance. And maybe also that evolves. So you start at some stage and something else evolves. There's great platforms supporting freelancers. Um, and then and then also creating finding those flexible roles and there seems to be also this resurgence of people creating some really interesting businesses you know I often follow the work of Holly Branson her book The We Economy you're seeing some really interesting businesses come through so I think you know if, if we if we, if we, for those that want to work in organisations, we're seeing interesting businesses growing. There'll be great jobs available too, and also speaking up and saying what we need. Because if we're not clear about it, those people that don't have children yet will just step into that same issue as we're experiencing. Um, so it's going to be a big holistic picture of companies, individual wanting to set up companies and create a culture and create something new, people working within those organisations, and then people working fluidly as consultants and advisors and and also great other businesses other opportunities like Instagram accounts and Instagram is doing really wonderful things so I think there's a whole array of things it's finding it's taking those steps to find out what's right for you and and taking the time to think about it too yes. and I think practically because you know for most of us if you're going to go back to work there needs to be some kind of financial compensation we know obviously yes. the benefits are way more than that by yeah. stimulating a mother and making her happier but at the same time very few of us can afford to sort of yes. delegate childcare and then have absolutely no financial no. compensation and I think for me you know setting up a business is great and obviously it's got a lot of potential but you're putting in a lot more work before it even starts to be profitable yeah. And one of the main benefits is that the moment you're employed in a paid job, you yeah. are being paid. You don't have that long term investment um, before you start seeing the kind of financial benefits. Yeah. And I think just being, you know, being really realistic about as great an idea as you might have is how many hours you're going to put in or yes. how much even money will you have to put in yes. and, you know before you start yes. you know g gaining benefiting from it I think you need to be very clear I think that's the thing is very clear but I think once you start tapping into your talents it will kind of lead you in that right direction and some people a lot of people I speak to just say they love being part of that bigger team and you know if that is for you and you're generally working really well in companies then that that is a that is the perfect route for you. Um, a lot. I also speak to a lot of mothers who are kind of bridging, and I think that's really interesting. So they're currently in jobs. For example, there's one that I sort of connected with recently, and she was currently in a role, but she was setting up a business alongside that. And then she got to the stage where she was ready to transition. So there's just so many, and everyone's circumstances are different. I think this is what we keep touching on, is we are all individual. Our support network's individual. Our, all, it's all individual. It's just, it's being clear and honest with yourself I think and then obviously there's the working from and home you know some some yes. jobs obviously offer a greater degree of flexibility than others and and I think you know 20 30 years ago 
employers are much less likely to offer Mm. flexible jobs. I think people are realizing that just because a job is flexible doesn't mean you don't get a lot from that parent. You know, I see a lot of my friends working flexibly maybe four days a week. They are doing as much as a full-time job, but they're only being paid for four days a week, which, you know, from the employer's point of view is great value for money. And that's where often when I talk to companies and I'm sort of like, we've got this pool of talent, I'm like, this talent is incredible because you're so efficient. You're so aware of the time that you have, which comes in this sort of parenting journey that you're just there's just no time wasted with it and it's so I just think it's um it's just incredible what you can then achieve um Speaking but I think it, and also it changes and also these windows of time that you have available changes but mm. you don't know it when you're in it but the children get grow and then you have more windows of time so it's 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 a very interesting time it's not just for parents I think there's so much going on in terms of changing the way we're working that as parents if we evolve into this new way of working which I think generations below us will is we'll then see our careers much more with much more longevity and see them change and evolve with this flexibility that we learn to have which I remind myself every time children teach you to be so flexible one minute you have a plan I had a plan for something the other day and then it was yesterday actually and then my son was off and then everything had to change so you're constantly having to be very flexible and this flexibility I think can just stand you in great stead to keep evolving into you know throughout your career because it's just, um, and recognizing the fact that our role as carers as well is so important. Um, I just think it's um, taking that time to also acknowledge what we're doing as parents because it's ultimately the most important job on this planet, I would say. It is, it is. Um, and, and I think also understanding what different jobs there are out there. Um, mm. I, I met with the founder of a, an app called Hoop, a really great app for, for new parents, which basically you plug in your baby's or your child's age and your location and it comes up with all the sort of activities both free and paid that you can do within a sort of certain um, area and obviously that relies on content hugely so what they do is that they um, get you know mothers to log in for however many hours they want do that research submit the research so that literally women can say right for two hours while my baby's sleeping in the middle of the day I'll log in I'll do that I'll earn two hours of money but I'm not having to pay for childcare. I'm not having to commute all of that is time that then costs money and actually there are so many other options now when it comes to still working still earning money still feeling that you're fulfilling a job without having to do that traditional commute to work and be in an office yeah I think there's so many and there's so many more, more companies kind of open to this as well or starting growing companies with this kind of ethos of working with this talent in these very kind of flexible windows and I think hopefully you know the plan for me is through Beyond the School Run is to share all these connections with people that when they're sort of thinking what direction they can go on to Beyond the School Run and go what do I need do I need the job opportunity do I need to find that flexible route or do I need a coach it can all be available because I think trying to do all that research in that once you already become a parent is 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 hard because you can't kind of time restraint but you want it all in one place and um I think there's great opportunities I think we're going to see some really interesting change I really do I think it's an exciting time the other thing that I find is important is not be afraid of of making mistakes so if you think oh I'm going to start a business or I'm going to go down this route or I'm going to start this Instagram blog or whatever it is and then you think, actually, you know what? That's not for me. Yeah. That's nothing to be ashamed of. That is you learning. And, and yeah. we have to make mistakes in yeah. order to learn. It's actually a very important message that we give to our children. Yeah. So almost sort of jumping in and thinking, right, 
I've got nothing to lose. Yeah. Let's just look into this. Yeah. Let's consider this. Don't be afraid of sharing it with your friends and no. saying, I'm, I'm looking and then saying, actually, you know what? It wasn't for me. For, when I hear that, I see a strong, yeah. clever woman who is yeah. able to discern when something is or isn't right. Yeah. And, and I that love, shame of it yeah. shouldn't, shouldn't be there. And I love that as well when I hear someone saying, this is what, these are, this is what I'm going to do or this is what I'm thinking of doing and then starting to try it out. And I love, that, again, that authenticity of people saying, I'm trying this. And I think that really creates a role models. I often look at the kind of younger generation who are growing businesses. There's a couple of key, and they're very honest in their approach to what they're doing and whether things work or not. And I love of that is I think historically we often had this sort of this kind of there was often an image of everything in the perfection side and I just think the moment we stop the sort of perfection story we just go this is quite this is an exciting journey it's called life let's you know let's take the steps and follow and listen to our passions follow leads be there in, and explore this journey then then I think um we can all help each other Oh, well, it's been so great to talk to you, Louise. Thank you. Really so nice. lovely. And it's, I think it's such a refreshing conversation. You realize, I mean, I've just turned 40. My children are kind of spending more and more time in school. You know, we're probably going to live till 90 or 100. Yeah. You know, I probably still haven't got halfway through my life. And if yeah. I'd sort of never gone back to work because I'd had that long time with no work and I'd lost my confidence that's yeah. that's basically the majority of my life it's yeah. it's almost like you're kind of having a second career and, and I think the fact that we have that opportunity that so many of our forebearers never had yeah is such a privilege I so. think it's amazing and it's so exciting to see what that will create as well so it's all this wonderful creation that we're seeing from people doing this kind of second career or finding their work or their passions I think we'll see some really and I'm excited to see how it all progresses Oh, well, thank you so much, Louise. It's been really enlightening and uplifting to hear you. Do take a look at beyondtheschoolrun.com, but also check out Louise's book, A New Way for Mothers, which is available from Amazon, Waterstones and all good bookshops. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of The Parenthood. If you haven't already, please make sure you're subscribed to us. But before you go, we have a big favour to ask. This year has been massive for us. Tens of thousands of people listen to our podcasts, but more might like to hear about us. And the best way for that to happen is word of mouth. So please do spread the word. The more people who listen, the more episodes we can record. And do check out our Instagram. We're at theparent.hood for what we're up to, planning on recording and giving us feedback on what you want to hear next. But in the meantime, from Louise and me, thanks for listening. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.